how do you feel about giving kids, well, teenagers their freedom, right? Like they're, they're like baby adults at this point, right? But what he found in his daughter's car, is it worth bringing is it worth bringing to her attention? I don't know. We'll get to it today with Ask My Mom on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What up? This is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast that my mom and I do every single day uh, that you're always invited by the way i love it if you listen every day i just feel like you're the family it's just fans like friends family sitting around that's what this podcast is supposed to be about today's april the 2nd we are based in three principles live laugh love your mom that means we live our lives out loud we laugh a lot and we love my mom my co-host nancy yancy hi mom hi honey well my ex-wife is getting remarried oh god bless him <laughs> Yeah, I found this news out while I was on my uh, while I was on my trip. I had Ooh. a friend reach out to me and let me know that my ex-wife has posted a picture on social media about getting uh, getting engaged, and I don't even really know how I feel about it. Um, hmm. My feelings are kind of all over the place with it because I'm not like mad. I'm not sad. Uh-huh. It just there's something that feels weird to me that I can't really quite digest. You know, um, mm-hmm. sat on this now for a couple of days and I just don't know. Now, if you're, if you're new to our podcast, my wife and I got divorced uh, about four years ago and I, some of y'all, this may not be as weird to you. We got a lot of people that are divorced listening to this podcast. I think if you have kids with somebody else and you kind of watch the natural progression mm. of someone's relationship, maybe it's not as weird and I don't even know why it's weird. I don't know <laughs> even weird to me. Like, I, don't, I don't ever honestly got to think about my ex-wife and I honestly don't even know how I feel about my friend telling me uh-huh. that she was getting remarried. Uh-huh. Um, I guess, you know, it came from a, from a good place, but it just kind of hit me like, huh, that's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, mom, what do you, what do you think about all that? What do you, what are your thoughts? I mean, hell it's been four years y'all. It's not like it's, that's why I'm surprised <laughs> I even feel anything about it at all. You know? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it. you have literally known nothing about her yeah. since she left, basically, right? Yeah, Except no. that one episode um, that you all had at that concert or whatever. Margarita Fest, which uh-huh. if you've never listened to that episode before, or maybe it's a oh, good time to go back God, and refresh your memory on that. So dramatic. <laughs> that was so wild. Um, yeah, how crazy. So, and I know that, I certainly know you're over her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it would just feel strange because maybe you feel like she's moved on and you haven't. No, I because I've, she's in a relationship and you aren't. Maybe there's a smidge of that, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a competitive. Yeah. Type of feeling. I'd love to actually hear from somebody. I mean, I'm sure this happens all the time, and this doesn't even have to be something recent doesn't have to be a divorce, but kind of when I feel like I would care if I wasn't over her. And that's what kind of makes me worry. Cause I'm like, oh, am I not over this? Like, am I not, hmm. am I not over it as, as much as I thought I would be? You know, I think it's just, what's interesting to me is like my, like the woman that like was my wife mm-hmm. is now going to be somebody else's wife. 
mm-hmm. which is just kind of like weird. Now, what else I think is really weird is that she I'm just surprised <laughs> since this is on recording. I'm just surprised that she's getting married again. Mm-hmm. Um, she never seemed to be the type that really wanted to be um, married. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he makes good money. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know too, this is a question that uh, a couple of people have asked me in my, in my, my circle is like, is this the, um, is it the same guy that she was having that emotional affair I with? I was wondering about that. And I don't know. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. have any interest, honestly, in like researching anymore. <laughs> then mm-hmm. I would I assume it was him, but I don't, I don't, I literally, y'all, in four years, you could date 600,000 people. That's exactly you right. Know what I mean? Like she could have a three year old at this point, y'all. And <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> and it wouldn't it's really make so much true. of a difference. Is she still in San Diego? I don't, I know nothing. I know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't really care to know anything. I don't honestly yeah. I don't even care to know that she's engaged. Like I don't care. Like I just don't. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to honestly I've been sitting on this now for I guess I found out the last uh I guess it was Friday I found out. And I just but don't you can't care. stop thinking about it it's, and you well, don't know why. It's not even that I can't stop thinking about I mean it just yeah, probably like once a day now it's popped in my head and I've just been like, mm-hmm. hmm, that's mm-hmm. peculiar. And then yeah. I just kind of move on in my day, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. I don't even know why I'm feeling anything at all about this, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've, if you've been in this spot before, I'd love to hear from you because I just don't know what this feeling is that I'm feeling. I think mm-hmm. it's probably just residual, uh, leftover feelings possibly from mm-hmm. the divorce, which are probably always going to be there, especially post-divorce when she tried to get me fired and everything. <laughs> um, oh. It may be that, just coming back to the surface. I don't know. But yeah, I found that out. And I thought that um, that's part of the very interesting week that we had last week that we were while we were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's all I know mm-hmm. is, uh, is that. But I'd love to hear from somebody else that like, your your divorce and like when what is that feeling like what is that feeling that you get even though you're over the divorce did you feel some kind of certain way when you found out that your ex was going to get remarried also i don't know if we should start playing a game on how long this one this one's going to last for her i don't know when she'll (laughs) (laughs) should we start a pool Uh, and how how long till she gets bored with this marriage and uh Uh and moves on to um well people change you know okay so is it um, is it weird? Is it weird to bring your own lunch to a friend's house when you go over? Because apparently, according to possibly the younger generation, like if you're a twenty something, this may seem completely normal. But to my mom, it's kind of freaking her out. Mom, what's what's happening? Well, you know, it's interesting because Maggie had a couple of friends up to the lake this weekend. That's my sister, in case you're new. Uh huh, and. Of course, we're always happy to have people. I mean, bring your friends, bring everybody. Um, and so I said, well, what about lunch? And she said, oh, no worries. They're bringing it. And I said, they're bringing lunch for all of us? And she said, no, just theirs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And sure enough, they came in and they had their lunch stuff and they put it in the refrigerator. And when it was time for lunch... We made our lunches and they pulled theirs out and we all sat around the table and enjoyed our lunch. Mm -hmm. 
and it felt so strange to me. But here's the other thing. I've also been invited to um, a little get-together tomorrow night with a group of women here at the lake. And the hostess knows that I have, you know, that I'm basically vegan and gluten-free and all that. Yeah. And so when she invited me, she said, well, I'm just going to put out some, you know, platters of cheese and crackers and stuff. Oh, you can't eat that. Well, you just bring what you want to eat. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That does seem bizarre. So I don't know. And, you know, and they, and they, I mean, your brother and sister are always telling me that I, I do weight, and, and especially Aunt, your, your brother-in-law, Brian's husband, says you do way too much work with food. Like you've got to delegate the preparation. You've got, you know, you've got to do all that. And they would be more than happy to bring all their food every time they come to the lake. Yeah. I know. Uh-uh. No way. So now our agreement is that when you come to the lake, I, Gemini, provide the food. Okay. And when we go into town, you provide the food. Yeah, I think that sounds fair. And that's working out well. I think that know? sounds like the like the way to do it. I've never heard. Now, when they what did Maggie's did Maggie's friends bring for lunch? Was it something specialized? Was it something oh, no. that was like Oh no. It was it was a married couple. The guy had Chick-fil-A and the um girl brought um a little tub of chicken salad and some crackers. I've never heard of this before. It's so what did what did your Maggie say about that? She acted like it was perfectly normal. She did, it's normal for them. That's what they do. That's I, so bizarre to me. You're Maggie, and she said no, absolutely not. Why, I don't know why that's so bizarre to me. I just I would feel weird <laughs> bringing food to someone else. Now okay, same with me. So I've got a kind of a specialized diet, right? Mm-hmm. But like, and I would. I would bring something. Yeah. Like with, with your friend situation. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're kind of like, I think a lot of people are like, Hey, um, so I know you're vegan. So I'm thinking about making like, um, a pork roast. Is that vegan? I'm like, (laughs) like, okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So now you're gluten free. So we're going to have bread. Yeah. 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 Like, (laughs) and like, listen, I can't, I shouldn't expect anyone to know like how how to prepare my food, right? No, exactly. But if you're just bringing, if you're just bringing like Chick Fil A, uh huh. Now, I guess maybe in their mind, they're like, well, we don't want to be a financial burden on or be any any inconvenience, any bother, any trouble, any inconvenience. Like they feel like we're opening up our house and our boat and our dock and you know everything for their, for their pleasure and enjoyment. And we are, we love to do that. Yeah. But I would definitely, I would kill myself doing it. I mean, you know, I would be like, Oh, what do they eat? Do they have any dietary restrictions? You know, and that's what I do. And that's what Ann says. I have to stop doing that. No, I think honestly, I think if you invite people to your house, you should be 100% responsible for the food situation. And if not, then you should, unless you're going to specifically say it's a potluck or something, everyone bring yes. a dish. Yes. Then you are 100% in charge of the food. Yes. Uh, now we've got people, this, I mean, to me, this sounds like a very, you know, Southern thing to do though. My mom lives in Georgia. And so it, that sounds like a very, oh, y'all come to my house now. I'm going to cook y'all some food. You know, that sounds very Georgia to <laughs> right. me. Right. Yeah. I'm and that's what I wonder about. other 
parts of the country where this podcast is listened to. Yeah. Is that also a thing where people, when they come to your house, they bring their own food. Let's get that conversation going because I'd like to know if that's a, if that's a thing that's brand new to me. Never heard of it before. Yeah. 888-Kramer8. You can always text us, same number. You can uh, DM me, that guy Kramer. I've just, I've never heard that. And certified fans will get that, pay, that conversation started over there. Let's have a moment of nostalgia today, if you don't mind. I was prepping for the radio show today and I found this on Reddit talking about what's an early 2000s trend that you wish would make a comeback. So I'm going to go through some of these really quick and let's say if we want these things to come back or not. Blockbuster and other film rental places. That's actually a lot of this. This is number one answer, by the way, was Blockbuster and going to actually pick up a movie. So there's something magical about going in and running around the aisles with your friends and uh, and just uh, cruising it on your own, picking up an anticipated title and also something or just something that just caught your eye. Monty, do you, do you miss that? Do you miss going to the video store? We would go to no. Ingles a lot and get videos if Blockbuster no. was a... Uh... No, I do not. Neither. I feel and like half the time when you got there, what the, the movies that you wanted weren't there. Yeah. You know? I don't, I do and not. you have to take them back within a certain number of days and you needed to remember or you had to pay those late fees and, oh, I thought it was a big hassle. I never <laughs> want to go through that again, nor mm-hmm. Redbox. They can both, they can both no. just stay dead in the depths yes. of, of, of nostalgia hell to me. But yeah. I know that this, there's something that people really enjoyed about it. I hear that a lot. Actually, people want Blockbuster. I don't want it back. I don't, mm-hmm. And I don't, honestly, I don't think you want it back either. I just think that you say that because it does scratch some type of nostalgic itch but yeah, but you've got to go somewhere i mean how how much better is it that you just turn on your roku yeah <laughs> yeah no trust <laughs> love it how about this this one said the internet of the late 90s and early 2000s was the vet be- was the best napster news groups flash games forums no social media or data harvesting bullshit it was just awesome. I do kind of miss the easier internet i miss mm-hmm. the internet that you could you just go to and you could walk away from Yes. Now it's yes. it's like a nonstop. I think before social media, the internet was a way different place. Do you remember it that? Was. You think that far back, you know, to where mm-hmm. it was just easy. And yeah. like we would have like our, I remember I had like a GeoCities webpage where you could like make your own webpage and then people would have to go <laughs> to your very long domain name and try to find it. But nobody would because we didn't really care. <laughs> That's right. But you thought you were cool because you had your own webpage, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but it was the creation of it was the fun. Yeah. yeah. What about AIM? This one said on a, they want AIM to come back. Mom, do you remember Instant Messenger? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when AOL had Instant Messenger? Yes. You weren't really, yes. you weren't really a big. I like guess more of like what my I did in like my teenage years, college right. years. Right. Like that was like the way that we communicated. This one said texting just isn't the same, and I do miss. Uh, I mean, yeah, in a sense, I do miss it for the same exact reasons of why the internet was better back in the early 2000s, in my mind, because you you could like, while just while you were on the computer, you'd be logged in, you know, you hear the little sound, and door opens, like if some of your friends, you know, entered, um, that was always kind of fun. You could have your dramatic emo away messages when no. you were feeling a certain kind of way about somebody, you could throw it up and like nobody would really question it. Uh, and you can have all the different like font colors. I I do miss AIM. I think mm-hmm. that was uh, I think that was fun. Let me give you two more flip phones. Oh gosh, this one says a few friends and I agree that if we weren't for uh, if it weren't for a few key features on a smartphone, we'd love to go back to them. If a flip phone had a good GPS and access to Spotify, I'd be down. <laughs> do you miss having a flip phone, Mom? Minus the internet. 
you know, I don't know that I do. I really don't know that I do. I mean, I would hate to give up all the things that my phone can do I, now. I don't know, man. What you about, know, no camera? I yeah. mean, just the basic stuff. About once a quarter, I tell myself, that's it, I'm done. Like, I'm just going to go back to a, a, um, a, flip phone. a flip phone. And like, if you really <laughs> honestly want to get in touch with me, you'll just call me. Like, I just, it might, because I know it's going to be really important at that point, you know? So, uh-huh. um, yeah, I'm not. Uh, a lot of older people still have them. Yeah. And I, I see them every now and then. I'm like, uh-huh. God, that is a, you are really, you're free. <laughs> you're free. All right, I'll give you one more. Um, hanging out at the mall. Anybody want to go back to hanging oh, out at malls? Oh God! <laughs> there was something. I mean, I I don't want to go back to the mall, like to go shopping. Like I don't. I really don't. Like if if, if all retail shops were to go away, I, I can't think of the last retail store I went into. I don't even go to Target because it's too far away. <laughs> I can't. I haven't been to a Target, y'all. I swear to you. I'm trying to think the last time I went to a Target. I can't even think of it. Um, well, I just now don't, you have them deliver everything. Everything's delivered. Like I'm just used to it, and, yeah. and, I, and I'm not mad about it. You know? Yeah. Like honestly, here's a funny, well, not, not even funny. I can't even, and this, and this is not to sound bougie, but it's worth the extra money. I, mean, I can't even go to the grocery store anymore. I try to go um, Sunday night. I had this weird urge to make tacos, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I had like a few ingredients and everything, so I was gonna make a quick run over to Harris Teeter, uh, mm-hmm. which is Kroger, which is Ralph's, depending on where you live around the country, and. It should have been so easy. Should have been in and out. I didn't know where anything was. It took me forever. And then I swear to you, if if every self checkout were to just explode at the same time, I would not miss it one bit. I always stand in the self checkout line because I feel like it's the introvert's dream. There's no one to talk to, you know. <laughs> oh, jeez. But it always something oh, always goes wrong. You had three times. No exaggeration. Three times somebody had to come over. Oh no. And I'm like, this is why I just order my groceries. I just uh-huh. order them. It costs me $10 a month. Uh-huh. I just order my groceries. They come to my house uh-huh. and it just makes my life a whole lot easier. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm honest to God, okay with never walking inside of a store ever again. I'll give you one more bonus one. Uh, furniture, all the blow up armchairs and lava lamps. I missed that. Oh, remember, remember blow up furniture? It was so yeah. cool. So freaking cool. I do want that back. That was fun. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. So Let's, super uh, tacky. Let's get to our quote for today. <laughs> okay. It's from Lena Horn. It's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. And that's so true. I mean, we all have troubles and, you know, we are all overwhelmed with problems at times, but how we manage those, those times are what really matters. Um. You, you got to do the best you can. You can't let it get you down. You you have to manage it and work through it. Yeah. And now you're going to come out okay on the other end eventually. <laughs> or four <laughs> years later, you're like, my wife got remarried. That's weird. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, that's one of those quotes, though, that I just feel like, ugh. like if I was going through something right now, I'd be like, shut the hell up, Nancy Yancey. You just shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's always easy to say that when you're on the outside of something that you're That's actually going right. through That's versus right. when you are, but maybe it's like the reminder that you need mm-hmm. that like everything is somehow going to be okay. Yes. Um, you know, I do have a, a life change coming up here. Uh, we'll talk about it. I don't even know when I'm not even sure this month for sure, but I'm just not quite sure. I don't even want to start. I thought it was going to be the first of August, but it obviously was yesterday. So that's not happening. But, um, 
uh, I don't know that I'm handling it great. Just kind of like I haven't really handled anything great since this podcast started, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't. Want, I don't want to say too much right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like what? Gotta I just, manage it and make the best of it, no matter what it is. Whether can you think of a situation though, Mom? Like I just I can't think. Of, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of like a time that I handled a, a bad situation well. I just think that's mm-hmm. one of those things that like we say. Mm-hmm. But does anyone actually handle bad situations well? Oh well, yeah, I think so. You know, I I can think of times when, like, I had to to fire people. That's hard, you know. And, and how did you handle really, that well? Really, it We're really like, yeah, weighs. Fired really well, and and evicting people. Yeah. from a homeless organization, it really weighs on you and it really it hurts your heart. But at the end of the day, I had to realize that I am really first and foremost um, as a CEO of a homeless organization, I'm really the steward of all of all the goodness of it. Yeah, and so, someone, I don't mean to laugh, but that's just such a Nancy Nancy thing to say. What a steward. Yeah, just yeah. like, it's just your, your optimism is... <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's my job to <laughs> yeah. shepherd and to steward, you know, the organization. And if if I am, you know, letting people work there that aren't doing a good job, um, then I am doing a disservice to the people that live there and yeah. not fulfilling the mission. And same thing, same by the same token, if I'm allowing someone to live there that is abusing the system then I am cheating someone else out of an opportunity that they could have to really change their life rather than trying to just beat the system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those are the two heaviest loads I've had to carry professionally. And that's how how I've learned, I learned to manage them. It's just trying to be. Just to remember why. To remember. No, remember why am I there? Yeah. What you know? What am I really there for? Yeah. Um, you know, not just what is my job title, but why am I there? Why is the work that you do important? Right. And are you doing your best? Right. To make it the best. Right. Um, and and then once you know, once I can get my head wrapped around that and get straight, then I can move forward with you know no regrets. Yeah. Um, and never look back. Well, there you go. There's your yeah. quote for today. Yeah. Um, I hope that by now you've taken advantage of this cozy earth opportunity. I'm going to call it an opportunity because right now you've got a chance to get some adult sheets, y'all. Like if you're still sleeping <laughs> on the sheets you had when you got married, you know, like it's time to go. It's time to throw those out. Like how often, let me actually, let me see this. Like how often should you replace your sheets? Let's check this out. How often? Should it depends you, on the quality of the sheet. Well, that's true. Replace your sheets. Um, about two years. It says actually, it doesn't say. It just says here that honestly, that you'll just usually most sheet sets last about two years. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the difference with cozy earth, man. Like, if you're paying, just do the math here. What is the average? sheet set cost you think mom 60 70 80 bucks like what do you think yeah around 75 dollars let's do 75 bucks they're gonna last you two years right Mm -hmm. and then you have to replace them every two years so Mm -hmm. 75 times five 
uh, for that'll be ten years over a decade. Uh, what is that? Seventy five times five is uh, three hundred and twenty five dollars, right? Three twenty five is that right? So, yeah, no, yes, seventy five one fifty, uh, three fifty. Mm. You're the one with a calculator. Uh, hang on, why is this so hard for me? This is like basic ass math that I should know. <laughs> seventy five times five. Everyone's screaming right now in your car. I'm sure. So do you know? Could you name that? So, it's three seventy five. It is three seventy five. Three hundred seventy five bucks. Okay, so. That's for some basic ass target sheets. You know, that's how much you're going to pay 375 over the next 10 years of your life to like just keep it up. Cozy Earth sheets. You're going to go buy a set of luxury sheets, the softest sheets you've ever slept on. And you're probably going to pay less than that than that amount right there because you're going to have these for 10 years, may, possibly over 10 years because they're going to come with a 10-year warranty. Y'all, these sheets are amazing. They're Oprah's favorite things. People that listen to this podcast love these sheets. I love them. My mom has slept on them. She loves them. They're just super soft. They're made with bamboo, which is different than cotton. They sleep cooler. They sleep softer. And you get 40% off these sheets right now. You've been hearing me talk about it, but I want you to take advantage of this offer. 40% off at CozyEarth.com. Go do the math for you in your, in your own. I mean, I, I try to lay this out for you because I'm one of those people that has sticker shock sometimes. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of money for some sheets. But then you start doing the math. Like, okay, 40% off, right? And mm-hmm. then you also are going to take off another um, – uh, you're, you're going to divide that number by 10 because you got a 10-year warranty on these things. Softest sheets you'll ever sleep on, y'all. Why sleep on basic sheets for you could probably sleep on the world's softest sheets for less. Cozyearth.com. Cozyearth.com. Your coupon code is Kramer40. 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 Cozyearth.com. This podcast today is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, I am excited to get back on Better Health. My I don't know. My mental health has been terrible since I got back on vacation. Um, hmm. I just had really bad anxiety. And hmm. I'm not even quite sure why. Um, but I just do. I don't really know where it's coming from. So I'm happy. I'm happy to like hop back on better help. I go on, I usually go on for like three months. I'm off for like three months and back on for three months. And so in the next uh, week or so, I'm gonna hop back on better help and, and get my sessions going again. Better help is awesome because what you can do is you can do your therapy session from wherever you are. They have live chat. They have talking sessions that you can do, like which is like kind of like a phone session or just chatting on the computer. Like you just type. So you don't see anybody on the camera if you don't want to. It is usually tr- uh, cheaper than doing traditional therapy, which uh, you know I always enjoy. And of course, I got a discount for you as well. You can get started. I mean, I get. I usually get matched when I. The last time I got a new therapist, I got matched in like like six hours. I think they say it's 48 hours, but it's fast. You can start talking to somebody, getting your life back on track. Even if you're just like, where do I go? Like, where do I start? You may not, you may have a dilemma. You don't even know where to start with. Don't feel like you need the answers to start therapy. You know, like this is, that's not how this works. Like I find out that there's things that are uncovered in therapy with better help that I didn't even realize that I was having issues with. So it's really great. And they're sponsors today's podcast. I'm going to tell you how to get this, this discount. Go to betterhelp.com, betterhelp.com slash Kramer, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's betterhelp.com slash Kramer to get 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. All right. Ask my mom in a second. First, we do have a new certified fan today, which is like, <gasps> Unbelievably oh, amazing on the first day of the month. Fantastic. Uh, we got our first certified fan of August, which gives me hope that we can knock out our our goal of three certified fans every single month. I'm still waiting to hear back from MLN, MLN email address. I don't know who you are. I can't even guess. 
Um, our newest certified fan, though, is uh, 439, and we'll celebrate you in just one second. Uh, Mom, you want to explain what a certified fan is? Sure. They're the wonderful people who contribute $6 a month to help us out financially with this podcast. They um, join our Facebook page, and they get discounts on merch. They get bonus mama text. They're the first for any exciting events, and they are they are the lucky ones who get a shout out on a show and a Facebook post. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to join us, we'd love to shout you out and dedicate a whole episode to you. Our newest certified fan, I don't know anything about you, but your name is Elizabeth A. And that's all I know about you. Mm-hmm. Um, we are so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. Please fill out the second part of your form so we can find out where you're from. Uh, but you are our newest certified fan, number 439. Mom, let's give her a whoop, whoop. Welcome her to the uh, the fam. Yes. Whoop, whoop to Elizabeth A. We're so, so glad thankful. you're here. So Welcome. thankful, so thankful, yeah. Don't forget, too, that we're in a voting a voting period. First 10 days of the month, we ask you to vote for Certified Mama's Boy for your um, podcast magazine. I don't, I've not seen the August numbers yet as of time of recording. I don't know how we did for the month, uh, but our buddy Dante has made it so easy to just uh, – it's one click. You can vote for Certified Mama's Boy, and we really appreciate it. If you just text the word VOTE, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8, we can get that done right now so thank you for voting every single day really appreciate it and now we'll do ask my mom this is a advice segment that we do on tuesdays thursdays the easiest way to submit your dilemma is by going to certifiedmamasboy.com you can be anonymous i typically don't say your name unless you just really want us to and uh my mom's been a mom now for 43 years 42 43 damn uh 43 years and so she's got some good motherly advice and then we as a podcast fam that hop in and give our two cents as well Mom, let's do Ask My Mom. Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, my 16-year-old daughter drives a used car that's in pretty good shape, but last week it needed to go in for service. So, So instead of sending her in, I traded cars with her to make sure the service department didn't try to rip her off. When I picked up the car, I drove through a fast food place, and while waiting for my order, decided to check out what was in her glove box. I found a pack of condoms. She has no boyfriend that I know of, and this really has me concerned. Now I don't know if she's having sex or what, and I can't really talk to my wife about it because I know she'd overreact. It really was none of my business, and I should not have been snooping in her car. But then I bought the car. It's in my name. I pay for gas and service. She just drives it. But still, if I confronted her or just talked to her, she would think it was a violation of her privacy. And it kind of is. Kind of stuck here and could sure use some advice on what to do next. Wow. Well, I can say for me personally that if I knew that I had not prepared my kids well by having the talk which, which you I did not by the way which I did not yes I did not <laughs> then I would look at that as an opportune time to have that conversation mm-hmm. um, if you have had that conversation and I hope by the time your kids are 16 you do um, then you might just want to inquire about it you know I found these in your car 
I didn't know you were in a relationship, you know. Well, she might not be Sorry. in a relationship, Mom. I hate to tell you this, but you can still have sex if you're not in a relationship. <laughs> this is true. Not that this I ever would. This I'm, is true. This is true. I'm waiting for my second marriage to finally have sex. <laughs> oh, because nobody taught me how to do it. Yeah, So I right. thought that's what uh-huh. you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't think that held you back somehow. <laughs> um. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I have such a different viewpoint on it now than I would have at that age. Like at that age, I'd been mortified, you know? So like I'm trying to think on both sides. Mm -hmm. I think if I ever have kids, I'm going to have to have a very honest talk with them about sex. And Mm -hmm. just don't make it like this taboo thing. Right. Like I feel like we did such a bad job at raising us when it comes to sexuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to I me, mean, my generation, like it was just like this hush hush. I don't, I don't know if this is everywhere, but my my group, like nobody, nobody really knew what we were doing. Like nobody, like nobody, none of nobody's parents talked to us about it. Like just kind of like out there to figure it out. And it's confusing. It's still confusing. It I still don't quite know what I'm doing over there. You know. <laughs> so well, don't I, ask me now. <laughs> <laughs> come on, can we have the talk. Um, <laughs> I, God, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, cause like, God, but she didn't say it like, yeah, it's her car, it's your car, but that's tough. That's a tough one. I it think, is. here's what I think. Here's what I think you should do. I think that no matter what, I, do, I don't think you bring up the fact that you saw the condoms in the car. I think you leave that alone. I think that you just have the talk with her hmm. about sex hmm. and, or you're, partner or what i don't know your situation i don't know single dad or whatever but um did, did, he, did he say he was married no, he remember. said he didn't want to tell her mom because she he knew she'd go crazy i but that's the problem we don't need to be going crazy yeah like y'all we it's normal y'all it's everyone's <laughs> like if, and if it's not if it's not this year it's gonna be next year mm-hmm. it's gonna happen mm-hmm. in the near future let's not be freaking out or being right. upset when this kind of thing happens like let's right. like take this as an opportunity but no, I, do you think you should tell her that I found him in the car, though? That's where I'm kind of like, eh. I don't know. That feels mm. that feels a little icky to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious as to why she didn't take them out. Well, like, maybe she's not using them right now. If she, if she knew that he was going to have her car. Yeah. If she didn't want him to see them. Yeah. Maybe she wants him to see them. No, I guarantee there's no girl in the world that wants her dad to see that. Zero percent chance that's that's a real thing. Zero percent chance. Scratch that from the list. Negate that last comment. Yeah, I, know I don't listening. know. I don't know why she would have left him in there knowing that he was going to have her. I, I wouldn't say anything about it. Yeah, I wouldn't say anything about. It. I would just honestly, I would just say, I would just have the conversation. Have the conversation. Uh huh. If you haven't already. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and not mention the So not, if you have, what if you have had the conversation? I don't I don't think I'd say anything about it in the car though. I don't think I would. Yeah. I think at some point you've got to give kids like their space to like do things. Like and I'm not saying yeah. you shouldn't know this happening, but like I just think back to our our sixteen, right? Mm-hmm. Think back to your 16 year old self. Like, if you knew your parents, like, I'd have been mortified. Like, if you guys were oh, like, hey, yeah. by the way, I found these condoms in your car, I'd be like, oh, like, why are you going through my stuff, though? Like, I know it's uh-huh. your car, but like, I need, like, you've allotted that as my space, kind of like you've allotted my bedroom as my space. Right. And 
if, if I don't feel like I've got, if I haven't done anything to deserve you going through my stuff, mm-hmm. then I just don't, I feel weird about it. You know, mm-hmm. I feel weird. So that's my two cents. We'd love for you to call and tell us like as a parent, what would you, what would you do? Would you say something about it? 888 Kramer eight. And we'll get some calls on this week. Mom, I think that's it for you today. Okay, honey. Love you forever. If you're trying to get your body right, AG1 could be your solution. Athletic Greens has been great for me. Honestly, I uh, was having some digestive issues, as you know. And I started taking AG1 every morning, and those digestive issues have since gone away. Also, no, I wouldn't just say that. because as, as I was coming out of my mouth, I was like, that feels like a commercial. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, all my problems went away. But no, it really didn't. I wouldn't be on here trying to, you know, promote this product if I didn't truly believe in it. AG1's great because it has 75 key ingredients that just make this fantastic for your whole entire body. Things that you would not even think about taking. You know, like you're not going to go to the store and be like, excuse me, may I have some high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, please. You're not going to do it. That's what AG1 is all about, man. It's literally formulated for things like this to keep your body running right. My system runs so much better with it, and yours will too. It is perfect for whatever lifestyle you are. You know, I'm vegan. It's dairy-free. It's gluten-free. It's keto. It's paleo. uh, And it costs less than $3 a day. On top of any of those things I just said, it's uh, for cheapos, you know, like me. Less than 3 bucks a day. I can afford it. It's great. And got 7,000 five-star reviews from professional athletes and world-famous podcasters like myself. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't know what's happening in Baltimore right now, but there is a police helicopter flying over my head. Uh, Also, there is a um, police car sitting in the driveway next to mine, and people are on their balcony looking, and I feel like I'm missing something really exciting right now. Hang on. Oh, it's a dog. I thought I heard somebody screaming. It's a dog barking. Wow. Everyone's looking out their windows. This 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 is some Baltimore drama going down. Welcome to living in Baltimore. You just never know what's happening. Anyway, um, hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Really appreciate it. Hope Tuesday's great for you. Hopefully you'll come back and join us tomorrow for another edition. Okay, that's it Certified for today. Mama's Boy. I love you. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.